Warning, this is not your average podcast. We don't do I'm average around here. Boring doesn't exist. And we don't have patience for small-minded, petty excuses. Maybe I'm just not good enough. We're all about getting real, staying motivated, and taking imperfect action. This is The Daniel Geffen Show. And now, introducing your charmingly unfiltered, overly obsessive, yet refreshingly insightful host, Daniel Geffen. Hey podcast lovers, it's Daniel Geffen. I have had a very, very frustrating 24 hours. I've been trying to come up with a name for my new platform. Which is, by the way, really exciting and, you know, I feel very pumped about it. It's going to revolutionize the podcast space entirely. It's going to make a lot of PR agencies, publicity people, redundant. I mean, the basic idea for the platform is it's going to be a marketplace for podcasters and guests to be able to meet. So... Right now, if you, for example, you listening to this, if you want to get on podcasts, right, you've got to go and you've got to find podcasts that are the right fit for you with the right audience. That means you've got to sift through about half a million podcasts right now. There's about half a million active podcasts, and that's growing every month, by the way. You've got to then reach out to them. You've got to find their email. Then you've got to pitch to them. And bear in mind, they get pitches all day long, especially the good podcasts, right? So I have an agency, as many of you may know, called Geffen Media Group, and we charge a premium price to essentially go out on behalf of our clients and pitch them to hosts. Now, clients are paying us really good money for that service, and it's great, and it's wonderful. But there's a lot of people that can't afford to spend $5,000 or $10,000 pitching themselves to podcasts so what they try to do is they do it themselves but it takes a long time and you know they don't really know how to pitch themselves properly they don't have the right connections so then I thought to myself this is when I had my brainwave and I said well what about if I created a platform where there would be all the podcasters would be on this platform and the guests potential guests would go and they would be able to reach out to them kind of kind of like a dating service you know or a matchmaking service, but online on this platform. I mean, you know, think of maybe, sim- well, not so similar to LinkedIn, because LinkedIn's more of a networking platform. I think it's more like a dating platform where you're going on there to find a date, right? You're finding a podcast. And there's loads of ideas swimming in my head. There's loads of features that this is going to have. It's also going to help people become better podcast guests as well. They're going to have their own profiles. They're going to have like a video that they can, you know, that they'll have to be able to to pitch themselves to the host because hosts are lazy. They don't want to go out and actually do the work of researching you. And you've got to have a compelling pitch. And so the platform will actually help you create a compelling pitch as well. There's a lot of exciting stuff. There's also going to be awards that you can win, right? However many podcasts you get on, they'll be like, you know, the person who's who gets on the most amount of podcasts, like a wall of fame kind of thing. I've had some great ideas. We've already found the platform that we want to use. We're ready to build it out. And the one thing that's holding me back, meaning it's not really, it's not holding me back entirely, but it's, it's like a roadblock right now. The one hurdle 
is coming up with a name. And I've literally spent the last 24 hours just racking my brains and like brain dumping and brain dumping and coming up with all sorts of different wild, crazy, different ideas for names and, you know, Podbooker and, and Podify and Podify was taken. I actually loved Podify. I even thought of Pajama Pod, but then Pajama in England, I didn't realize this is spelled P-Y, Pajama, and in America it's P-A-J. And I thought, what? That's so messed up. But anyway, so I've, I've come up with some crazy names, you know, Podfinder and hundreds and hundreds of names. Literally just gone down a list of names and all the good ones are taken, of course. In fact, like every conversation I had yesterday with anyone or any, or if I was listening to somebody having a conversation with someone else and they would say something like, you know, tree, you know, I, I'd be like, pod tree, you know, uh, and they would say, oh, I love, you know, you know, oh, what time is it? Pod time. You know? <laughs> Every single word that anyone said yesterday, I was literally just trying to think of how that can tie into my name. And at one point, I got really frustrated with myself. I said, Daniel, what is this? Like, you talk about imperfect action, right? Isn't that your thing? Right? You wrote the book, The Self-Help Addict. Isn't your whole theme is don't get stuck in trying to come up with the perfect thing, right? It doesn't have to be perfect. You just take action anyway, right? You even started your show, a name, and, you know, I was, like, beating myself up a little bit about it. And then I also started saying, you know, and, and not only that, but, like, who really cares about a name? I mean, look, you know, Coca-Cola, what does that mean, right? It doesn't mean anything. What does Uber mean? Would you think of cab or taxi if I said Uber five years ago? No, like, Uber doesn't mean anything, what does Google mean for crying out loud? I, mean, I can imagine, you know, the executives before they actually started, I can imagine people sitting in a room and, and someone's like, what about Google? And everyone's like, Google? Like, how do you even spell, like, is it G-O-O-G-E-L or is it G-O-O-G-L-E? And why would anyone remember that? And that sounds like a stupid name. And big brands, most of them don't mean anything. Apple, Apple's a fruit. Like, why would you call it? a technology company or a phone company, why would you call a phone brand or a computer brand, I should say computer because they started with computers before phones, Daniel, why would you call a computer an Apple? Like, that doesn't make any sense. It's confusing, right? But then I realized, well, okay, but they had millions and millions of dollars to pour into marketing and branding, and I don't have millions of dollars to pour into branding so you know i can't just call it pillow people are not going to understand what that means right and so i was feeling really kind of a bit distraught about it because i'm beating myself up and i'm feeling guilty about taking so long over the name but then you know what i said to myself daniel stop being so hard on yourself like you might say oh well, nobody really cares about the name. And there's truth to that. Nobody really does care about a name. At the end of the day, the reason why we buy things isn't because we like the name. We don't buy Colgate toothpaste because, oh God, that Colgate, that's uh, such a great name. That's not why we buy it. We buy it because it feels good, right? We buy it because it works. We buy it because that's the one we like best, right? 
you go to Starbucks, not because the name, oh, I love the name Starbucks, what a great name, so much better than Costa, right? No, it's because of the experience. You have a great experience at Starbucks, you go again. It's got nothing to do with the name. The reason why you eat certain food is because it tastes good. Nothing to do with the name. So, so it's true. Nobody really cares about the name. If you do a good enough job of providing value, providing a good experience, then the name doesn't mean anything. It doesn't matter. And in fact, actually the name begins to mean something once you attach value to it. So Starbucks means something right now because they've attached value to it. Colgate toothpaste has value to it because... It's a brand. It's a household brand name, and, it, and they give value, right? However, there's one thing that I was missing, and this is key. And this is really the point that I want to make. One person, it does matter to. It may not matter to anyone, but it matters to me. And that might seem foolish, but you know what? Sometimes you've got to give yourself a break. And sometimes you've got to kind of say, hey, do you know what? If it means so much to me, if the name means a lot to me, then that's enough. You know, and it doesn't mean that I've got to spend two weeks or three weeks or a month coming up with a name. No, 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 no. Give yourself some time. Don't obsess over it. Don't go crazy over it. But also give yourself a break, Dan. Okay, 24 hours. In the grand scheme of things, in your whole life, like 24 hours is not a lot of time. Set aside three days or four days or give yourself, you know, maximum a week. If by the end of the week you don't come up with a name, okay, then you have to pick something. But don't go crazy. Like, a name means something to me. I'm not going to go off and be able to feel proud of, you know, uh, I don't know, pumpkin pie. If I call my company Pumpkin Pum, that's just not, it's just not going to flow from me. It's just not going to, I'm not going to feel good about it. And you know, think about when you have a child. Think about names. You, you ever see parents, they're spending months coming up with a name? You know, I, I'm trying to find something like with S in it, or I'm trying to find, you know, I actually spoke to someone yesterday who said he knows he's having a boy, and him and his wife are going through the whole list of names beginning with S. They know that they want to name him with an S, but they don't know exactly what name, and they've been through hundreds and hundreds of names beginning with S. Now, I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, geez, just call it anything. Call it silly. Like, who cares, right? But the truth is, it's a big deal to them, right? Whatever you call your child, if you think about it from a logical perspective, whatever you call your child, it's going to grow on them, right? When we named our daughter... We named her after my wife's grandmother, right? And she happened to have a, a name that wasn't exactly like the ideal name that I would have picked, put it that way, right? Her name's Frida. When I thought of Frida, I thought of like an old woman. I don't know why. Maybe because all the Fridas I know are old women. So I didn't want to call my cute little girl, my princess, Frida, because that sounded like an old woman. But you know what? We didn't have much of a choice in it. Let me rephrase that. I didn't have much of a choice in it. My wife wanted to call it her after the uh, name her after her grandmother, and so I just kind of 
very smartly as a, as a husband of 11 years. Well, it was actually five years ago, so it must have been seven years ago. Seven of seven years. I agreed. Smart move, right? And now, when you tell me the name Frida, what do I think of? I think of a five-year-old princess. Right? I love Frida. Frida is beautiful. Right? But it grew on me. But if you've got a choice and you're calling, you know, your child and you want to call it whatever it is, that, but it has to speak to you. It has to connect with you, especially if you're a mother. Fathers, I don't think it, it's not so much with dads, but with mums, they need to connect with the name. There's something that just clicks. And I feel like the same way in business. You've got to have a name that you feel that you click with. And the reason why I think it's important for me to, to share this is because sometimes we really get so, we go hard on ourselves. We get, we beat ourselves up because we don't allow ourselves to, to have that and, and call it nonsense, call it crazy, call it stupid, call it irrelevant. But the thing is, it is relevant and it's not crazy and it's not stupid because it matters to us. It matters to you. When something matters to you, it's not crazy, it's not stupid, it's not, it doesn't matter if it's not logical, but most of the things we do in our lives are emotionally based. We do it based on emotions. We buy on emotion, right? We, everything's emotional. You get married based on emotion. You don't do it logically, that's for sure, right? <laughs> it's not a logical, it's not a logical thing to do to get married, right? To, to be married to someone. But, but it's emotional. And so, yes, I'm emotionally charged. And, I, and I'm trying to find that name. So, first of all, if you do happen to think of a name, it's a podcast booking platform. And it's a kind of like a matchmaking platform for podcasters and guests. If you come up with a name, please let me know. You can email me, daniel at danielgeffen.com, 1F, daniel at danielgeffen.com. And it's very exciting. I'm hoping to launch in the next couple of weeks. And I'll let you know more details once it actually launches. Until then, guys, have an incredible day. And I'll speak to you tomorrow. You just heard another imperfectly perfect, powerful piece of positivity, practical perceptions from your daringly dashing host, Daniel Geffen. Don't foolishly miss out on other epic episodes. Uh-oh. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Go on, give it a smash, then get on with your day. And don't forget to make it epic.